If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. For all new and current subscribers, welcome back to Resilient Love. Resilient is being able to overcome difficult situations. This podcast is about love, love tips on life, and how to level up in your business. Let's get started on the journey. Hi, everybody. We're back with another episode of Resilient Love. <laughs> All right. So, how have you guys been doing? Let us know how everything has been, what has been going on in your world. I mean, have you been home? Are you an essential worker? I mean, let us know. Are you just bored? That's something else, too. <laughs> Are you just sick of the house right now? So, I'm kind of tired of the house a little bit. So, when I do get a chance to essentially go get goods and needs, I'm very, very happy. <laughs> right. Awesome. So, we're going to go ahead and get right into our episode. We want to give you a live episode because a lot of people have told us that they prefer to see us as well as hear us. So, we decided this Saturday and maybe the next couple of Saturdays, (laughs) we're going to give you the virtual and the audio. So, for my audio listeners, um, you can go check this episode out on YouTube once we get done with this recording. So, what are we talking about today, babe? Uh, we are talking about a very important topic, which is, our title is, Money Matters in Crisis. Um, especially with all that's going on, I truly think it's a wake-up call, not just in money, but in a lot of various areas. But today, our topic is money. And finances. Yes, um, with money and finances, it, you know, when it comes to a marriage, a lot of people say, statistically speaking, that money affects the marriage, as in it causes a lot of issues. Um, but I'm here to tell you, the God be the glory, we work through all of that, and we're good. Um, but we don't say it to throw business out there. We say it in the statistical aspect that it can get tricky. And, and it's always a goal to strive to do better. Um, I truly think you should live by the example of always try to be better than the day before. Mm-hmm. And so we all have um, made choices financially that has affected us and we really had to like rebuild ourselves from those choices. But what we're saying when we say money matters in a crisis is that 
this pandemic came all of a sudden. And so we are really wanting to talk to you guys today about how that all of a sudden moment, were you prepared for it? Are you prepared for all of a sudden? And a side note, I don't know who may have grown up around their grandparents or older people when you were young. But you had if you if you grew up in that era where you just noticed older people tend to keep a lot of cash on hand. And it seems like it's a good thing in times like this. Oh, for sure. So let's get into our first question. If you knew a crisis was coming, what financial decisions would have made would you have made differently? What would you have done differently if you knew this was coming, Clay? But uh, what decisions I would have made differently was having more cash on hand mm-hmm. in case. I mean, of course, we have right now a physical uh, health pandemic. But what if we, you know, I'm not trying to speak it over us and I pray nothing happens. But what if we had a digital pandemic mm. where the, the banks, the systems were just down? And we yes. can access our money or move money. You always should have, I, I just was taught that you always should have cash on hand. And I'm, since this has happened, I truly want to have bundles, not hair. <laughs> not hair. But I truly want to have uh, bundles. Of cash, I mean, it ain't got to be a million dollars, but I definitely would like to have a good amount that at least you know something happened that it could hold us over for a few months just in cash. Yeah, that's a good point, and I love how he said digital pandemic because you can see, and this is a side note, you guys, but bear with me because when you're not prepared for something, you begin to make panic choices, not prepared choices, but panic choices. And when you panic, you get anything you can get your hands on. And so with that being said, for me, had I known that the shift would occur, you know, as far as this health pandemic, I would have um y'all forgive me. <laughs> I didn't write my answer down. <laughs> but I would have basically begun my online presence more, like from a business aspect. I would have already had the systems in place to teach online to little kids. Because little did you guys know, I do still desire to teach. I am an educator by trade, but my purpose is also through media marketing. And so one thing I had desired to do is to create a preschool, a pre, basically an online preschool lesson plan, literally, where you click the video, you go through it, you do your little test, you pass that section, so on and so forth. And so now, right, everybody in the world is literally doing what I just said. <laughs> so, and it's like if I had just pushed myself, Because I can show y'all the notebook. I wrote that vision down 
2016, I wrote that vision down of basically teaching online, having online videos prepared for preschoolers. And I just dropped it. I dropped it. I was like, well, people go to school. Little kids ain't going to get on a computer. You know, but look at us now. 2020. This is a five-year-old vision I had. And it was, I was literally ahead of, ahead of the time of the people. God gave me that vision. And I didn't follow it. So, Lord, forgive me for my disobedience. Because I probably could have been making bank right now. I mean, I'm just going to keep it real. But I did not go through with it. So, I have to take that on as, Lord, forgive me, you know, and move on. But had I known that in 2015 when I wrote the vision, that in 2020 there would be a health crisis that would literally close schools down, do y'all know where your girl could be right now where we so could be. It teaches a lesson even in that to just say when God gives you the desires of your heart in a portal that's not expected, have enough discernment to see the portal he's giving you to your blessing. A portal to your blessing. That's good, baby. That's good. But that's my answer to that question, y'all. I mean, your girl could have been making bank. Ah. It's all right. We got plenty of time to uh, figure out other ways to make things. Yeah. But uh, our next question is, what are some other ways to make income that you consider? Um, this question stems from since the pandemic happening, I'm pretty sure it's made everyone look at their financial status different and their finances and their income differently. Um Many people are laid off and furloughed. Um, just it's a chaotic time as far as employment goes. Correct. Um, at this, I mean, it's definitely every day is. I definitely reflect on this statement, but nobody's job is promised to me. Yes, for sure. Um, and this teaches it in a more drastic way. Mm-hmm. To I think get the attention of the people to. Outsource your job and have a job. Yeah, that's good. Outsourcing. Have a job, but think long term. Think about things that's going to still bring you revenue besides working for somebody else, also. Yeah. Because uh, that income can definitely be deleted one day. Yeah, trust. <laughs> trust. So, um, with the question, what are some other ways to make income? I've actually considered babysitting, but because of the health pandemic, I canceled that idea. Um, but you know, all, all jokes aside, I, I really have considered helping out some, some very close individuals who you know, would, wouldn't mind paying the fee that I would want, which would basically just be the same fee I got as a teacher, you know, but that's the thing, people probably couldn't keep up with that, but nonetheless, um, another idea was, and still is, to develop, like, self-care, or not self-care, but, like, beauty, beauty products. So, skin, um, do-it-yourself products, basically, you guys. Skin, um, soap, wipes, hand sanitizer, you know, 
literally I was thinking of if I do my own do-it-yourself because as you can see y'all a lot of people have did what since the pandemic I'm gonna let you think you're right a lot of people have pulled out their sewing machines and begun making what mask every seamstress should be making some money right now or a, a woman or man who is good with sewing should be making some money right now because what are people looking for in this pandemic? Health products, sanitation type products, and some masks. Guess what? There has been a splurge in, I, I don't know if the term splurge is the best, let me say this other word, spike. There has been a spike in the trend of TLC, Total Life Change Products, because why? Their products hit a point of concern for the people, which is health. They are selling these products to detox the body, to help you drop weight, uh, to keep your immune system um, strong. And so they have had a spike in interest. But guess who's had a decline? Clothes. Who's really running out to get a cute outfit when you got bills coming up? You know, so there has been an uproar or a spike. Hi, thanks for tuning in. There has been an uproar or a spike in the health industry, but in the retail industry, not in all cases, but we're talking about places like Lane Bryant, Ross, TJ Maxx. These are places that have different shipments coming overseas, and those shipments are not coming in. Which what has shut down. And also that the fact that not just the shipments not coming in, but the people not coming in. If you can't sell what you already have, come on now. Then there's no point in receiving more. Yeah. So um, I guess I should answer this question too. You should. <laughs> so the things that I've thought about are the ways. Um, and we're talking about money matters in a crisis. And this question that we have right now is, what are some other ways to make money or make income during this uncertain time? And so I was saying I could have made do-it-yourself at-home products or babysat, but hey, we're going to consider the second one later down the line. But Quentin, what are your ideas of income since the situation? Um, my ideas of income are that I could make income from consulting. Um, very big area of importance to me uh, because Brianna says I'm very technical. So almost like an attorney, I ask a lot of technical questions. I ask typically a lot of thought-provoking questions, and I'm, I'm just well-rounded um, when it comes to different areas. Um, for many of you that didn't know, I grew up with my father. I went to live with my father when I was about 13, so I began to have various jobs from lawn care to um, helping he, renovate he rentals. Fix it. Yeah, so I, I, I pretty man. much had everything. <laughs> Touch on um, 
one area of interest, typically my favorite passion is really real estate. It is. Um, so that's an area I definitely plan on growing in, um, as well as, I guess, what you think that? I'm more of an HR portal. I, I guess I can kind of help you in any way. He, you know, he, he wants to tiptoe with you guys today, but... <laughs> Basically, Quentin's desire that has basically been sparked by the crisis, okay? Sometimes what you have in your conscience gets sparked with a crisis because now your insides are telling your outsides, let's do it. Let's do this. And so, basically, he wants to be like a business consultant, as in HR concerns, um, how, uh, trading, investing stock concerns, even real estate as in what commercial property should you buy now since you have this one here in California. What about if you get one North Carolina? Yada, yada, yada. More so business and investing forecasting. How to prepare for the next stage. Right. And so this crisis has sparked him and we're actually going to have a conversation with our family member about finances and he might be on the next episode. But anyway... So that's what he was saying with when it comes to what what would you do for income? And if we want to know from you guys, even if you're even if you're still making the income, that's great to God be the glory. But what is something else that you could do or potentially thought about doing, and it could actually produce an income for you, and you hadn't really considered trying it until now. Right, and and as we continue to go through the next few days or whatnot, we'll try to come up with different content, creative content that stems thought-provoking questions in this area. Right, because at the end of the day, we want you guys to not only have faith over fear, but we want you to actually be financially aware. And prepared. And prepared. So... Um, let's get into our next one. Okay. Our next question is, what habits have helped or hurt your finances? Habits matter. Um, he's looking right at me because I have the pit stop habit. That's what I call it. I, I always come up with these quirky fair phrases. But basically, the pit stop habit is, after I get off work, I pit stop to a fast food spot. And so the pit stop habit has hurt us because, of course, if you're pit stopping, that seven, five to seven dollars is going to this place when you could have invested 20 at the grocery store and y'all could have had two, three, four meals. So, yeah, the pit stop habit has definitely been something else, a factor, excuse me, that's, that's a hurtful factor. A factor that has helped our finances is... So I'll do mine. Okay. I'll do a habit that I do so she won't feel by herself. Because you, you, the restaurant she stops to, but the pit stops, I got to say, they got good food. So she do have good taste. Thank God. <laughs> um, so y'all want to know. <laughs> well, if you didn't know, now you know. It's Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. It's Chick-fil-A. So... That's out there now. Um, <laughs> if you want to bless the habit, so I won't have to tap into this budget. Well, 
So what <laughs> what I do is I pit stop in a different way. I pit stop for goods and household things that we might need, and it keeps happening like throughout their week periodically. But of course, how many of you know that when you stop for one thing, you end up buying something that was totally not on the agenda. So that is how you begin to increase the budget or not even have a budget anymore. You you deplete the budget. Yeah, because of those pit stops. But look, let's read from our friend, Miss K. She said her hobbies, um, delivering, I mean, Chick-fil-A is, like you already know, but hobbies, delivering groceries, picking up prescriptions for elderly are some I have seen people suggesting for extra income. Awesome, yeah. I agree with those um, for sure because, you know what, that's a really good one. We could do that, pick up prescriptions, because we're doing that now. <laughs> we are. We're doing little habits for people, uh, little errors, excuse me, for people. So thanks for that tip because, hey, we got plenty of older people we know that are not coming out the house, so that's definitely awesome. We're, we're um, like the grub hood that don't just do food. We do it all. Yeah, we 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 the hub for grub. <laughs> <laughs> we've made what medicine runs. We've made the famous ones so far lately. Toilet paper runs. Oh God! Well, we ain't done that. We haven't done it much. We did it for a family member, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've been rolling, good honey. You're right. We used up a lot of gas. We've been in, we because we literally live 30 minutes away from our family, and so we're doing 30, 30, 30, 30, which is actually an hour on the road, plus the little baby stops in the city, plus you come back to your house. Okay, anyway. And it takes some time, so you feel like you're back at work. Boom. <laughs> so when you say, I've been home, Quentin and I can only say we've been home like the first three hours of your average work day, but then the rest of that time that you might be at work, we're out helping. So it's not a bad thing, but we're not really home. We are essential workers for our family. <laughs> so we're essential workers for our family, our church, and also ourselves. So we are essential. When we get back, we still got our personal stuff. Brianna has her business stuff that she has to catch up on in her clients. Uh, we both are students, so we definitely have to get our homework done. And Lord knows, you would think that we would try not to be last minute, but some days it's like draining. And we just so depleted. After all that running. After all. But, so those are a few habits, and we appreciate Miss K for oh. hers. And also, oh, the habits that help. The habits that help. Yeah. Um, the habits that has helped us so far is um to avoid the pit stop. Actually, this habit has helped eliminate both of our areas of weakness. Yes. So, which is very good. Um, going to Sam, shopping at Sam's Club, buying in bulk. That's been a very good. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> Because she is a Sam's Club member, so we just roll up in there with her. We make our own purchases. And now we got, and we're going to invest in our own car because now we really see the fruit of why it is important. Yeah, Sam's Club is where it's at, especially because people might say, oh, it's expensive. But I feel like it's the same it's money. money. It's the same money. So just go ahead and invest the money 
one time versus, like he said, a run on this week, a run on... And the quality. It's good. Like, she laughed the other day when I took out the trash and I had to double the bag. And the, we had some Walmart trash the bags. The cheap ones. The great value. Nothing wrong with it. It GV, wasn't that great of a value. No, it wasn't. So. And then when I got the Sam's bag, no problem. <laughs> so, it just... Absolutely. You get what you pay for. And um, we also have been shopping at Harris Teeter. Um, Harris Teeter's been a good one mm-hmm. too. Harris Teeter's awesome. Um, it's it's it is a little bit more expensive in some things. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I will say is that it really is not a big difference from your food line or your Piggly Wiggly or whatever place you may shop. Um, I like it because the meat is the stuff is just a little bit fresher. Mm-hmm. It's more. It's more variety at Harris mm-hmm. Cedar because... And health. You can get more healthy items. Yeah, yeah. For, especially for those who are um, looking to be more organic and have those fresh, freshly made items. I think Harris Cedar's where it's at. I really would prefer to go to Whole Foods because Whole Foods has that extra oomph of healthy, per se. Yeah, yeah. Whole Foods, they, they was a... But, because you, you can actually make your own peanut butter. But it's like, not peanut butter. It can be like olive butter, cash, mm-hmm. cashew butter. And trying to, yeah. and I don't know. It's just a lot of things that you like natural. Like, you could tell artificial flavors Yes. natural flavors. And I think that all of that goes into being financially sound. and Because your finances also dictate other areas of your life because if you don't have the means to purchase quote-unquote quality let me say that word quality items and you go for the cheaper brands it's nothing wrong with those brands it's just that the quality of what you're going to get out of it like somebody made a statement before oh well i got it from dollar tree you know what i mean so it's like you kind of have to chop it up to where you got it from because it's like, oh, I purchased this from Dollar Tree. That's why I broke. And Dollar Tree worries sometimes. Dollar Tree does worry, but there are some over Dollar Tree. Yeah, you have to pick and choose wisely. What? Right, have that discernment in shopping as well. So we just want to throw that little key point out there. We got one more question. Our next question. What are your financial goals moving forward? So moving forward, after all said and done, um, COVID nineteen, it shall be. Um, our main focus is to actually take some tips out of these books that we're about to show you. So, um, this first book is Dave Ramsey's um, Total Money Makeover. We have been looking at Dave Ramsey or following Dave Ramsey. He has great financial tips. Again, we all know that tips are what? Tricks that help one person, but it might not help you or it may help you. So you always take tips and you you tweak them to fit your lifestyle. And so, but basically, he was just saying to save that first thousand dollars and for times to, like this. For times like this, um, always have do that snowball effect with your debt and just have literally a total money makeover. So and have we're, budgets. 
Budgets. Yeah, for sure, budgets. And so we're we're still digging through this book, but moving forward, this is our one of our resources for improving our health, and that is Dave Ram our health, our money health. And that is Dave Ramsey, the total money makeover. So that's a resource we want to share that we're working on. Um we're also Miss Dave might uh, stay on my shelf, I don't know. This next resource is is a resource from Q. His resource is called Think and Grow Rich, the Complete Classic Text. It's the type of book it is, but here's a resource that he's been getting into. And it just helps with the mindset of money. You know, Dave Ramsey, he does touch on mindset, but this book is really touching on mindset. It does give you some practical tips. But it's touching on mindset. And this book actually has it has different stories in it, different illustrations. Um, one in particular, just to give a snippet, is Henry Ford. When he first started out and his determination and his willingness to continue, even though he had struggles, um, which led him to be one of the most, the first affordable vehicles mm-hmm. on the market uh, with mass production. Yes. So we want to show you those two resources because that's what we're doing moving forward. We're taking advantage of, you know, inputting information so we can output success. We're inputting information so we can output success. Output, you know, practical tips for life. Output how to save and move money around properly. And also because I do have a business behind the screen media LLC, my business helps with um, other small businesses to be able to brand and market their business. And so you want to also have a financial um, stability and a financial outlook that can positively impact those that listen to you. Because we all fall short in some area, but that's why we take opportunities to read, grow, think, and grow rich. Because... That's how you get there. You're thinking. So, and it's not just about being rich. I think people get the the wrong term. Being rich does not mean being flashy and having extravagant things. Being rich, I like to use the term wealthy. In knowledge. Mm-hmm. And in also, success, as in you know things, you help others. And having being able to leave your kids and being able to leave your family and legacy besides bills and uh, bills and problems and considering how to bury a proper burial you you would be surprised how many times that's a struggle Mm -hmm. so it's better to get your business straight on this side while you're in good health Mm -hmm. so that your family members can grieve peacefully yeah peacefully Mm -hmm. So I hope that Money Matters in a Crisis episode has helped you all recognize that, you know, things do happen. But are you prepared for the pop-ups? Are you prepared for the pop-ups? I remember, and I'm going to leave y'all with this um, story, and my husband's going to leave you with the level-up tip. So the story that I want to leave you all with is actually from a uh, pastor, Heather Lindsay, out of Atlanta, Georgia. And I remember her giving her testimony about how her and her husband had just gotten married 
and they had moved to Mississippi, I believe. But in essence, she had saved all this money, did all the preparations that we're discussing with you all today. And there was an incident that happened with her car. And everything she saved had to go into that car so that they could still have means of traveling because they were depending on her car at the time. And um, she, she brought that point up to say, we cannot be solely anchored in money. You know, because she had this idea, if I save, let me just use Dave Ramsey tip, if I save a thousand dollars, I'll be all right. You know, it's like, you're going to be all right with Christ. But using wisdom from said financial people is great practical knowledge. But don't forget who you should trust and who your trust should be anchored in. Not the money, but who provides the money, which is Christ. So I just want to also give you all that point of, of um, illustration that we want to be ready for the pop-ups. But we know that in those moments where we may not be prepared, we know who's got us covered. So you have to be practical and spiritual. Right. And? And as we conclude today, <laughs> um, our level up tip of the day is there's never a wrong or right time to level up your finances. You have to execute the phrase like Nike and just do it. Just get it right. You know, I mean. <laughs> just in, make those changes. In this moment. You know, sometimes we fall into embarrassment, mm -hmm. not right from people, but just ourselves. You know, somebody else we may see, um, you know, in a crisis like this, they're fine because they financially prepared. They really don't have a lot to, you know, worry about. Even right. if they got laid off. Mm -hmm. um, just use that conviction as a true conviction, a conviction, a conviction to do better. Yeah. To do more. And even if you are saving, even if you are doing everything right, I I'm I'm a I am a perfectionist. Help him Lord. <laughs> so, because life ain't perfect. And life ain't perfect. And but I do strive to always do better. Right. So don't be perf perfect. <laughs> Just be prepared. And see these peas we struggle with. Y'all remember that for BET? Anyway. Let your bank account say that. Let your bank account say. Cha-ching, 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 make you feel, give you a little boost of confidence. Yeah, you hear that little change drop. Sprinkle. Anyway. Listen, y'all, we have fun with this episode. Uh, we are coming right back at you next Saturday, and the next Saturday, and the next Saturday, so be prepared. And we'll continue to push content to support what we have discussed today. So, have a great rest of your day, and leave us a review when you hear this on the podcast. It's going to be on Apple, it's going to be on Anchor, it's going to be on so many platforms. Just go check it out. And thank you so much for tuning in, Miss K. Take care, y'all. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Resilient Love Podcast. 
we wanted to take this opportunity to also let you know that you can help us by committing to a monthly fee of $0.99, cent, $2.99, or $9.99. Those contributions help us to keep this movement of resilient love going. Blessings to all listeners and subscribers. Thank you all. Resilient love.